intention of the film is to grab your attention and Saw 2 does that in a most spectacular way. A man wakes up in a room with a death mask around his neck. He's informed via TV screen that he has to find the key to open it or the spring-loaded mask will snap shut and put a bit of a dent in his day. The man is a police informant and has been judged by Jigsaw as not worthy of his body. He is given a clue to the key's location and the next couple of minutes are some of the most uncomfortable you will experience in a long while. Unless you're a real sicko and watch this stuff all the time, of course. It acts as a statement. What you experienced in the first Saw film may have shocked you. This is on another level. Greetings and welcome. Right now you are breathing in a deadly nerve agent. <coughs> the only way out is to find an antidote. One is inside the safe. You all possess the combination in the back of your mind. Let the game begin. After the body of the informant is located, Detective Matthews is called to the scene to identify him. A jigsaw piece has been carved into the victim's back and there's a message in the wall especially for Matthews. The not-so-subtle clues lead the detective and his colleagues to a steelworks where they find the architect of the murder. Instead of taking him straight into custody, the police are faced with a puzzle themselves. Via another video link, they see a room with eight people in it, including the detective's errant son. A nerve gas has been released, meaning that they only have two hours to live. The nightmare, for them and for Matthews, has just begun. Rather than merely replicating the first film with an increase in the gore, a conscious decision to mix it up was taken. More people in jeopardy is a given, but the added element of Matthew's interactions with Jigsaw keep things fresh. The film goes back and forth between the two locations with each element complementing the other. The interactions with Jigsaw are slow and creepy. There's a tension to it that is really effective. It uses the fact that Jigsaw appears to be incapacitated to great effect. With an apparent death sentence hanging over him with a cancer diagnosis, he is a very watchable character. He never seems to be out of control and nothing that happens around him seems to phase him one single bit. Just when you think you're getting a handle on him, something else is introduced to add a little more depth to the character and therefore more depth to the story. The plight of the potential victims is handled very well. They are introduced as fairly standard types, but as they progress through the various rooms in the house, they are developed just enough to add some colour to their backgrounds. There are a couple of alpha males that are the initial focus of attention moving the story forward. Before this becomes tiring, the others begin to play a more important role, thus ensuring that the focus of the mounting tension never subsides. What the film series has become most famous for are the inventive ways that it dispatches the unwilling participants in the games. There is a lot of thought applied to realise these for the screen. For the most part, these are practical effects which gives a real sense of substance to the sequences. Although quite simple in their design at times, they are all effective in dispatching the victims in ways that are truly gross. On top of this, the infighting between the characters ensures that there is plenty of scope for violence and bloodshed. The only criticism I have is in the way some of the more graphic deaths are presented. The tone changes and there are effects added including rapid edits and changes in film speed which just don't work very well. For a film that spends so much time and effort in creating a stylish environment based on its production and cinematography, it's jarring to have these unnecessary elements included. 
I do realise this was a style choice that was included in the first film, but it felt a forced connection here which didn't fit with the director's style up to that point. It is interesting that there are no characters that are in any way redeemable. This makes it an interesting watch, as there is no one for the audience to identify with and therefore root for. There are the obvious criminal elements that need no expansion, but even the police are made out to be corrupt, unlikable, and basically just as bad as those they are there to protect and serve. It keeps you on your toes, as there is no obvious point of reference, and it ensures that everyone is fair game for the proverbial chop. With these films, there's a preconception that there will be twists and turns. Saw 2 doesn't disappoint in that respect. There are clues everywhere to the conclusion of the film, similar to the way the clues for the victims are presented. The clever way they are shown on screen means that despite looking for them, it's almost impossible to find them all. Saw 2 is currently available to watch on Amazon Prime. Run! Live or die, make your choice. There's something that we're not seeing. You did this. Open the door! There's nowhere to go! Where is he? Oh, yes. There will be blood. <laughs>